Hey guys, Frankie here from Shoot the Flick, an official Paradoja podcast, and this is part two of our 2020 Oscar predictions special. So uh, we're just going to jump right back into the show. Enjoy yourselves. Um, okay, next is score. Score. The nominees are Joker, Little Women, Marriage Story, 1917, and Star Wars. Okay, okay, I gotta, Scott, I gotta get into this. Scott, Scott, yeah, 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 I definitely want to hear your thoughts on this. Okay, one. so I understand. Star Wars is nominated. I get it. I understand. John Williams. It's on the paper. John Williams. We get it. Is unbelievable. The man is a legend. He's an Absolutely. icon. 50 second nomination. He deserves every one of them. What was that number? 50 second. God bless. I know. Jesus. The man has done amazing things. Rise of Skywalker did nothing with the score. No. It's the same <laughs> fucking Star Wars score in every other they game. They released. Movie. A combination of uh, the Imperial March and Duel of the Fates meshed together mm. that everyone thought was going to be in this movie, and it was really hyped. Wasn't in the movie. No, I'm like, it was such an amazing like mashup of the two. You're like, wow, this I'm ready. Nothing. Unbelievable. Oh my God. What should win this? Mm-hmm. And I know is Joker. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, have to. I, yeah. I wanted to win. And, and, and I think it will. Yeah, I. You know, again, she won the Golden Globe. Mm-hmm. Um, this is her first Oscar. Isn't that great? Isn't that? It's, first of all, this is one of the, aside from supporting actress, this is one of yeah. the first categories that we're like she yes. should win. Women. Um, Women's it would power. Sorry, ironic. That is this Joker that like, we're talking about is she. This is one of those categories where it's like the newbie. Is gonna like, yeah, you know, she's yeah, the first nomination. This is the first like major film that she's ever composed, yeah. and the score for Joker. I mean, say what you will about Joker. Some people like it, some people hate it, but the score is very, it fits very. That's with the aesthetic. It 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 sets the oh, tone yeah. for the type it's of film that great. it wants to be. It does all the work that it's supposed to be. That's why I'm comfortable, and it has nothing. Well, no, that that wouldn't be fair. To, it doesn't. It doesn't have anything direct to do with the story, the way that the direction. Right. So when we talk about the director and the screenplay have directly uh, affect the story, this affects it in a different way. It's kind of a third party. I don't mind it winning for this. It does the work it's supposed to do um, without any negative feedback. Yeah, but yeah, I think especially the scene in the bathroom um, oh, yeah. oh is amazing. God. Um, so yeah. Fucking incredible. Uh, so yes, I'm in. I'm so yeah, in I think we're all in yeah. agreement that um, despite and Williams's millions, she's and gonna, ten, she's going to win against some big heavyweights. I don't. Oh, yeah. I'm not familiar with this composer from Little Women. I'd actually like to look them up, but I'm familiar with all the other three, and they're huge. Mm-hmm. So that's true. Hurrah for her! It's great. I'm really excited for her. That's going to be a good moment. I feel like. Yes, I agree. Okay. Um, so next we have original song. Yay! So I'm like excited about the performances that we're gonna get Oscar night. Same. I'm waiting. So I always I get excited, but I always hold my breath because uh, they do need to be officially announced. Yeah. So it's never by default that uh, the person is performing, and that's that typically has to do with their personal preference. So it's not because the Academy doesn't invite them to sing it. Right. For example, Emily Blunt opted to not. Sing yeah, all the Mary Poppins Mary songs. She just she opted. She didn't feel Probably super comfortable about it. Yeah, some people, Meryl Streep has said before. You know, with all the kind of musical films she's done in the later half of her career, if 
a song were to be nominated that she were to do like a musical and original song were to be nominated, she would not be performing it. Um, and she's just like, cause I'd be nervous. Um, so I, I am excited though. Uh, as right, well, would you so, like to read them? Yeah, yes, let me, let me read go them. through them. Um, <laughs> so we have, I can't let you throw yourself away. I can't you let you. I can't you let you. I can't you let you throw yourself away. From Toy Story 4. I'm standing with you from Breakthrough. Through whatever you go through, I'm standing with you. And wherever you go to, I'll stand beside you. Into the Unknown. From Frozen 2. Into the unknown. Into the unknown. Into the unknown. Stand up from Harriet. While the clouds roll back and the stars fill the night, that's when I'm gonna stand. I'm gonna love me again from Rocket Man. Which it's only fucking nomination <laughs> from Rocket Man, um, which makes me sad. I'm watching that this week too. Am I actually gonna watch that tonight? Oh, it's so good. It was a good movie. Yeah. It was how a it's how a musical um, jukebox jukebox musical oh, should be done. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, but um, yeah. yeah. So who who do we have as our picks for this? Heart says Rocket Man. Uh, Brain says it's gonna be Frozen too. I don't think it's gonna be Frozen. Too. I don't think it's gonna be Frozen. Too. Which I'm happy about. I mean, the song's fine, whatever. But like, I think it's gonna be Rocket Man. I, I'm telling you, I just give that man an Oscar. <laughs> I think it's I think it's gonna be Rocket Man as as well. That song has just been super well received. And I'm praying to God that like if anything Elton John performs it, but him and Taryn together. That I, I that would be for like, some reason yeah, my, that yeah. went over my head as a thing of like a possibility. Oh yeah. my god, yes. I hope they do it together. I, I couldn't picture they, him. I've seen not them performing together. I've seen videos of them performing together and they're like really adorable. I hope um, they do. Did you ever did you hear the story about that they had like minor beef because Taryn didn't hug him at the Golden Globes. No, that's so stupid. He doesn't care. <laughs> um, I will say I I, I for, uh, first of all I can't let you throw your stuff away. Um, my feelings towards that are similar to your feelings towards George Story Four. I'm underwhelmed by that song. Same. It's good. It's my least favorite of Randy's contributions yeah. to the Story Story canon. Me and Frankie didn't even remember it till I know. Yeah, I re-listened to it yesterday yeah. prep for this. Um, um, but it's it's Randy Newman's 13th original song nomination, and the last time he won was for Toy Story 3. Yeah, which was for a, a, like we'll, We Belong Together is such a great right. song. But the, yeah, like we didn't even remember the song, and when we listened back, it was like, it's not really memorable. It's just it, kind of... Yeah. It, it's fine. It's whatever. It just has that Randy Newman sound. I, I do want to... I, I would... I would be a fake stan if I didn't point uh, this out. Uh, I watched Breakthrough. I watched it um, on an airplane ride. Oh, okay. Um, 
And I'm standing with you, uh, which is performed by Chrissy Metz in it, who right. is, is that from, the lady from uh, This Is Us, this yes, is us. Right. Uh, was a beautiful like singing voice. Uh, I'm really excited, fingers crossed, that she is performing it at the Oscars. But uh, the songwriter is Diane Warren, and I just, I'm a huge Diane Warren fan. Uh, she's one of the best songwriters of the like, 21st century. And this is her 11th Oscar nomination. She has never won. Uh, she's uh-huh. like super well regarded in the industry. She writes for film all the time. And has every time, like, there's that one, you know, other song that was just like the bigger explosion. So, uh, I'm, I'm, again, I'm going with the, the, the sure thing for me. I'm going with, I'm going to love myself again. But I just, I just wanted to point out that Diane Warren is an amazing songwriter. And, and one day she will, she will have her. And, and it's just so funny because she goes every time. And at this point, she literally jokes on social media. Like, I'm not winning, but let's, Aww, let's get drunk. Let's sweet. have a good time. She'll be like, I mean, she's a good sport. She wrote for, um, did we see Star is Born? Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, the funniest thing. So like when I heard Diane Warren is writing a song for the Star is Born soundtrack. And I was like. It's gonna. This is before, of course, the soundtrack comes out. We don't know the songs that are going to be in the movie. We only Which know one? Shallow from the thing. So, of course, I'm like, oh, it's going to be one of those big ballads. Lady Gaga's going to like have this great. It's going to be an amazing song. It's going to be one of them that gets nominated. Which I know one it. Was it. Movie comes out. Soundtrack comes out. I look at the name. I was like, okay, so this is the name of it. Oh, God, I can't wait there. to see it for when it comes up in the movie. I see it comes up in the movie. I was like, what? She wrote. <laughs> she wrote um. Why did you do that? Which is the one that she performs on SNL. Twitter, I follow her on Twitter. Oh my Someone God. wrote, like, isn't Diane Warren, like, so amazingly talented? She knew how to write a bad pop song. That's and she so retweeted weird. them, and she goes, it's not supposed to be bad. Oh, <laughs> no. That's funny. Uh, oh okay, um, that was... That okay, was okay. okay. so... Yeah. But, yes. Uh, oh. So, we go into the big four? One, two, three, four, yeah. Yeah. Last four. So, we have lead actor first. Okay. We have Mr. Antonio Banderas (laughs) for Pain and Glory, Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time, Adam Driver for Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix for Joker, and Jonathan Price for Two Popes. What I thought was interesting about the nominees just right off the bat was Price. I feel like he was the only maybe kind of like slight surprise. Mm -hmm. Um, Not Banderas? Oh, no. I think he got nominated other places. I didn't see Pain and Glory, though, so yeah. I wasn't, like, too surprised to see yeah, him because I yeah. heard his name other places. Uh-huh. Um, but this is Price's first Oscar nomination. Good he's for... been around forever. Incredible. And it's so... That's cool. I don't think he's going to win. No. It, but I think it's cool. I enjoyed him in the movie. He was very good. And him and... Um, oh, my God. Anthony Hopkins he, did uh, go off each other very well. He had a great performance last year in The Wife. No, 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 no. I have to thank you. Everyone thanks their wife. If I don't, I'll come off like some narcissistic bastard. But you are. <laughs> God. By the way, I did like uh, it oh, was almost not advertised enough because yeah. with all the things that Glenn Close, you yeah. know, was getting the well-deserved recognition. But he literally, he's the he is the husband mm-hmm. in the wife, right. <laughs> um, and he's very good as the husband in the wife. Oh, <laughs> um, but but yes, it, it's it's surprising, pleasantly surprising. To I think see Price in in here. I agree. 
Um, where the I'll, I'll just say it's Frankie. I'm gonna say it. Don't worry. Where the fuck is Taryn? <laughs> where is Taryn? I'm sad. Again, this is why it should be ten. But I, I, yeah, or at least like expanded to some extent. It should be a max ten. Move. Yeah. And then there, of course, there are going to be bad years for movies. Then you can bring it back down to five or six. Right. And, you know. Yeah. That's um, of course. That's why it's like it, rather than a, an exact quota, you have to fill, uh, yeah. leaving spacious room for yeah. arms. Yeah. Unfortunately, though, I think even if Taron was nominated, oh, he wouldn't have. Yeah. He no. Wouldn't have he wouldn't have won because Joaquin's in there, and Joaquin is Joaquin Phoenix. I. I and will, he's been sweeping. You know. Will so. this be the first time? I think for women, maybe for for women, I think a woman has been uh, nominated. I don't know if they've won twice for playing the same character. When I think of that, I think of women who have portrayed uh, queens in the British mm-hmm. monarchy, yeah, uh, or the even like French imperialism. Um, I I know multiple women have obviously like played a lot of those women. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know to have won for it. But for a man, this has to be the first time a man will win for playing. Two men will have won. For no. The same. No? Oh, so who's that? Vito Corleone. What do you mean? Uh, be, be, two, oh, because two different men won for portraying. Oh, oh yeah, he's uh, right. That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. That is cool, though. Yeah. I mean, it's it's rarity. No, it's a very... Yeah. But I, I know that for a fact that Vito Corleone that, is... No, that, the you're person. absolutely right. All, yeah. all these fucking actors are going to think, like, okay, all I have to do is play the Joker, and I'll get an Oscar. Yeah. But... <laughs> Check that out. Oh, I'm not going to kill you. I'm just going to hurt you. Really, really bad. Uh, I think Joaquin is definitely the front runner. Yeah. yeah. I would be happy if Adam Driver won. That would be like you know my yeah. guilty wish. You that know? that would be really that'd be really. I th- you know let me tell you what would be great about that if if Adam Driver won this category, it would show a shift in collective thought of how the Academy was looking at male performances because when you look at these, and I'm not familiar, I uh, apologize with Banderas's uh, portrayal of Pain and Glory with prices. But out of the three that I am familiar with of these five, mm-hmm. Driver gives the most non-masculine. Uh, He's the most sensitive yeah. of the three. Oh, absolutely. Um, vulnerable, mm-hmm. I think is really right. I, and I yeah. would actually definitely argue I like more the- so than Joaquin because Joker is, is problematic in its story. So it's not Joaquin's... Yeah, and it's just like larger-than-life character. It, it, but- at the end of the day, it looks to make him... To make him machismo, you know, to have that about it. And that's just not a factor in Driver's role in Marriage Story. Well, because DiCaprio, I think, is also very emotional, but has to hide that emotion to play the machismo of the the cowboy. Very good point. Yes, I agree. Yeah, Leo did great in this. I just don't think he's... I I, I don't think because... uh, This is the other thing with Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Both those characters, both him and Pitt... Are in the movie pretty much equal. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, we did. Scott and I were having conversations like before, like when you know we were first talking about Oscar stuff. Like if uh, if Pitt was getting nominated for, and I I was right. You know, shock yeah. of all shocks. <laughs> Leo would get support. Uh, Leo would get lead, and Pitt would get supporting. I I thought it would be flipped because I feel like Pitt, as even though he didn't have as much of an arc as Leo. Thought he was more of the main character of the worked. movie. 
It could have worked either way. They both could have been nominated for lead, honestly. I, I yeah, I wouldn't have really batted an eye at it. But it, you know, it's fine. But um. But uh, yeah, I think it's gonna be Joaquin. Yeah. But I'd be happy if it was Driver. I'd even be happy if it was Price, honestly, because Price is an old. You know, it, it would be it would be well he's deserved. He's an old salt, and he is a good actor. The, the only thing about the only thing about Price and you, I love him in the movie with Hopkins. They have a great. It's very much they talk a lot. Doesn't do a lot in the movie. Well, the whole movie is lots of talk. Exactly. <laughs> so I don't know if you noticed the Pope doesn't do a lot, <laughs> as you pointed yeah, out earlier. Yeah, I know, I know, but like he's it, not really jumping on the. No, movie. he's not. But it's but like there's no like he, he's not he he does emotional things, but it's not like there's no like he doesn't like he doesn't range. I don't feel like there's a range for him. I'm personally looking forward to the sequel. The Pope Saves Christmas. Yes, always, of course. Where he hopefully will jump off the building. <laughs> Slide down the uh, rail. Slide down the rail. Pope Saves Santa Claus. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so... <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's better. We're going to go with that. <laughs> We're writing it now. All right, so who, who are we all picking? Phoenix. Uh, Phoenix? Phoenix? Okay. Yeah. So that's our pick. Uh, is that who we want to win? Uh, see, that's Scott a good question, because there's, like, one in need. Yeah, Scott, is that who... Is that who I want to win? Yeah. Uh, I really, honestly, between the four of them, because I again I don't know Bedaris unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I like all four of them. I like the I thought DiCaprio did very well. Uh, I Marriage Story's fine. It hits a little too close to home for me. Yeah, I guess <laughs> I'm not strong on any of them with like my heart. I just I think it's fucking yeah. take yeah. you know. All right, so moving on, lead actress, we have. Miss Cynthia Erivo for Harriet. We have Scarjo for Marriage Story. Cersei Ronan. Sorry if I said that name wrong. No, you said it right. Okay, good. Little Women. Uh, Charlize Theron for Bombshell and Renee Zellweger for Judy. Okay. Everybody knows Renee's going to win. Okay. That's the team. Where is Lupita Nyong'o? Oh my god, she deserves this. She played two freaking characters in the goddamn movie. <laughs> <laughs> Why no? Oh, oh, poor Lupita. I'm so excited that someone's I, I, I didn't see us, but I love Lupita Nuango, so I would have been thrilled if she well, was you, nominated. Now you have plans tonight. Oh, <laughs> she, she. I'm scared. I didn't see Get Out, so I was scared. <laughs> I'm a little chicken shit. Us, yeah. Well, us is yeah, and us is like scary. <laughs> we should be working backwards, kind of. <laughs> I, I will. I think. I think you would, would be better with us, just because it's not as creepy. No hypnotism uh, and stuff. Hypnotism. Oh, yeah. does, does hypnotism like is that a thing for you? Yeah. Yeah, then, it's yeah. like mm, it's oh it's God. doppelganger. Us actually scares me more because of the doppelganger, doppelganger stuff. Thing? Because I'm always like that bothers me. Like if I perfect version of me replaces me. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I want to start off by talking about Cynthia Revo for a second. Yeah. Because I love her. And I didn't see Harriet, but I love her. I saw I, her in uh, Bad Times at the El Royale. Yes. You can't hurry love. No, you just have to wait. She said love don't come easy. It's a game of give and take. You can't hurry love. Last year, I have that on my DVR right now. She was really great in Widows great. in a supporting role. <laughs> it was she's she's great, and I'm glad she's nominated. However, it kind of irks me a little bit and I'm white as the driven snow so I can only imagine how 
other people feel. I'm sitting right here. She is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, it kind of irks me that, like, the only African-American woman nominated, or man for that matter, um, was playing Harriet Tubman. Like, it just kind of annoys me. Playing the a slave. slave. It kind yeah. of well, is. Uh, it just irks me a little bit. I, I listened to this show called SEN, uh, with Schmodown Entertainment Network, and there's a guy named Robert Butler III, who is an African-American male, who is like, the only time an African-American gets nominated for the Oscars, they play a gangster or they play a slave. <laughs> and to make... What is not it's not right. It's to make gross. it worse, like, it to make weird. it worse, the person that we're talking about that was snubbed, right, is an Oscar winner. Of course, yeah. For playing a slave. So the, the, when you look at it from the larger thing, it literally looks like they're saying, yeah, this isn't the type of role we typically nominate someone who looks like you for. It's yeah, and it's it, just gross. It's much. It's much more difficult for. For African American women, for women of color in general, than it is for for men of color. It things it's still difficult for men of color, but it's gotten easier in the last few years. We still have a very long way to go for women of color when it when it comes to to acting accolades. It, it's 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 wild that it that Halle Berry was one of the first to win in in decades. Uh, when she won for for Monster Ball, this is this is an unbelievable snub, and I think yeah. while there's undeniably a race factor, there's also a factor of you know us in itself being snubbed, and right. the the Academy voters, the majority of Academy voters, not looking at that as the type of film to nominate. Um, well, yeah, it's also horror movies and two, but that's another story. And that, yeah, it goes into that conversation exact of like, oh, does that does that merit recognition? Uh, where whereas with Get Out, they they did it because it deserved it, but you also felt like they knew that like to not do so would be which would be utter outrage. Make a ship for it. Yeah. So yeah, it's just it's super upsetting. Um, it would be. It, it won't happen, and I don't mean this in a negative way towards any of these women. I have uh, much respect for pretty much all of them. I have mixed uh, feelings towards Scarlett Johansson as a person, but it would be amazing if the winner were to to point out uh, the snub, even if that's in a recovered interview or, or whatever. Yeah. So, well, actually, it doesn't have to be the, the winner, I'm sorry I'm saying. If any of these women were to point yeah. it out. Um, and while it would be great for that to be Cynthia, uh, it doesn't have to be everyone. And right. I'm going to say it again. I it mean, doesn't have to be Cynthia to point out that another I mean, black woman wasn't yeah. nominated. Yeah, hello. Uh, Renee Zellweger, I think, will win as yes, well. Same. And, you know, yeah, and also just uh, to, like, put an end point on the Cynthia Rebo thing, like, mm. it just, it, I feel like... Her being nominated, like in this capacity, it just it it almost like not undercuts it, but it just makes it less happy. Be, yeah, yeah, because it's just like, oh well, she was playing a slave. Well, so she made course. it. Yeah. Right, and it's I don't know, but I just feel bad because like Cindy Reeve was fucking great. No, and she she's nominated for song too because she uh, helped write the song from Harriet. Yes. So I'm happy about that too. It so. is. It it it, it is. It's a sucky situation. You're really right, Frankie, because you can't help but wonder if she has these thoughts in her head and these feelings yeah. about like, oh, I know I deserved this, but like also. But they only look nominated at, me because I'm playing Harry. Look at the yeah. Look at the 
just the, the larger picture and the, the intricate details. And she, she must also kind of be like eye rolling of like, yeah. my God, do we still have so much work to do? Charlize Theron, though, again, she physically really does look like, um, has a Meg kind Kelly, of speedy yeah. transition and she did a really good job in the film. One of the things Bombshell really fails at is looking at Gretchen Carlson and Megan Kelly from a critiqueful lens. One of the reasons yeah. why I think Margot Robbie gets the best out of the three is because she's actually looked at as a um, three-dimensional human being that has flaws. So they right. mention offhandedly uh, Black Santa, oh, but it's yeah. not discussed oh, as an issue. Yeah. It's just that's something she said. Gretchen Carlson has said many, 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 many problematic statements, especially more so when working on Fox and Friends than when she had her own show on Fox. And what you get from from Roach's film is this idea that, like, if we show them to be problematic people, we may give the misconception that they deserve to be assaulted. No, those two things can exist at the same time. No one is saying that. No No. one deserves what happened to any of the women at Fox News. It doesn't matter what your political standpoint is, or even your moralistic standpoint, I'll, I'll say that, because I truly do believe that. No one is, deserves to be assaulted. Mm-hmm. But what good does it really do the story to try and make this fictional narrative where they were just these triumphant, brave women yeah. that weren't a part, as if they weren't a part of a machine exactly that yeah. was churning out such garbage that yeah. contributed to the larger culture that stifles these women, yeah. whether they were conscious of it or not, and I believe they were. They were oh, a part of a machine were. that were keeping Brilliant. women quiet across every type of landscape, like employment landscape, wherever you were working. You were. Yeah, and I, I think the thing with Bombshell, I think it's an important movie to see. I think, you know, I mean, as a woman, as the woman of the <laughs> table, I was, I was glad that I saw it because mm-hmm. it's it's an important film. Yeah, there are a lot of problems with it. You know. Technically, and with the story itself, yeah. there are issues. But I, I'm glad I saw it. Yeah. My thing about Bombshell is I feel that this is, yeah, I agree with all of what you two are saying. Yes. <laughs> um, my thing about Bombshell, I almost feel like it's almost too fresh. Like the. the uh, yeah. That, and that's another that we aren't, point. We aren't stepped away from it mm-hmm. enough to make a movie about it, to have it be honest and real, and it's yeah. too close. It's not like I we're completely like, agree. It's not like we're, like, years ahead, we're, like, we've changed, and this is, like, oh, imagine a, and it's imagine an environment where women get assaulted yeah. at work. Like, people still fucking deal with that. And it's unfortunate, because, because of that, you get the implication that... Roach and everyone were kind of like, oh, we really need to turn this out quick while this is a hot topic. And it's like, this is going to be a hot topic for a very long time. You might as well give it the time to properly develop the story. And you don't get the sense of that from Bombshell. You get the sense that they wanted it to be topical and relevant in the very, very hottest, you know, point of the equator. And you look at films like sometimes that works. All the President's Men was made only a couple of years after Watergate. But even that's longer than ales. Like that's yeah. longer than this. Was. But then, yeah. but then you also have like Frost Nixon, which was done decades later. Yeah, which is also very good. Yeah, and and I think it's actually worthy to note too that like Frost Nixon ages so well, especially now in the yeah. Trump era. Um, but 
that wasn't even a thing when Fox Nixon came out, no. which is a testament to how good that filmmaking is and how important that story really is. Yes. Um, we'll look back at Bombshell and be like, that was a, a nice first shot, like at, yeah, at making this kind of cinema, but it's going to, yes, pretty quick. It's yeah. going to get very dated quick because the next nuanced film that really approaches the, the Me Too movement and mm. the, the time's up, all of it. Yeah. It's, it's going to blow Bombshell out of the water. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Of like, oh, this is how we explore these stories. All okay. encompassing. I have a feeling, but good Bombshell combo. Yeah. Okay, so we all agree it's probably going to be Selwiger. Yeah. Yeah, and it, for me, guys, again, like, I know and you haven't I, seen you the seen, film. Yeah, you've seen it's, it, right? it's well, it's, it's well-reserved. She's, she doesn't, you know, she's very selective, right? She doesn't, not that she doesn't work a lot. She actually does. She's preferred in the last several years to, to work on smaller scales, more independent Yeah, she hasn't uh, been in, like, a pictures. big movie in a long time. She hasn't been in a big production, uh, production in a very long time. And for this too, it's and but what's great about this movie that I love also is we were talking about before with um, uh, beautiful day in the neighborhood is Judy is not a biopic in the sense of it doesn't encompass her whole life. It's a specific time in her life, and the story does so much better for it because it's really focused in. She knows I'm playing her at this exact time, and and I have to look at from other people around her, what was she really going through at this point in her life? Um, yeah. The actual, the worst parts of the movies, and they're not even that bad, are flashbacks they show to her on the set, obviously another actress playing her on the set of Wizard of Oz. Oh, no. And kind of how they were setting her Jeez. up already to, to have all this trouble early in life by watching her diet and making her take oh, pills God. so that she didn't, uh, so that she'd stay awake, you know, for long periods of time. That was also like... Going back to two popes, the worst parts of two popes is when they flash back it's to his but, past. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it feels like you're watching a different movie. Yeah. And it's like, I maybe like that movie, but I'm trying to watch something else right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it, it, it will, in my opinion, be, be quite deserved. And to show, by the way, also that we're able to be fully fit. Have we seen Harriet? The, the I, three I just want to jump back on that really quick. So I haven't either. Yeah. And my understanding, <laughs> my understanding is that it's not a great movie. Yeah. She's very good in it, which obviously clearly warrants her nomination in this, similar to Charlize. But I hear there were problems in how that story was constructed, which ultimately does affect an actor's ability to play a character. Because right. no matter how good of an actor you are, it does come down to the writing. So... You know, it's not just about, like, oh, because they're playing an historical figure, they should win automatically or even be nominated. What I'm saying at the end of the day is both of those women are nominated not because of the writing, but because of the performance they were able to put through, whether or not the writing was great. Mm. Okay. Okay, so... That's all I got to say. Alrighty. So, that seems like a pretty straightforward category that we talked about. Death. With, yeah, with a lot of drama. Oh, okay, yeah. so, director. Yeah. We have Martin Scorsese for The Irishman, Todd Phillips for Joker, Sam Mendes for 1917, Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time, and Bong Joon-ho. Um, okay, so, this will be Scorsese's ninth directing nomination, and he hasn't won since The Departed, nope. which was 07. Uh, Phillips... His first directing nomination, but I'd argue um, he directed the Hangover movies. So let's move on. Um, (laughs) 
Mendes. <laughs> Mendes, again, as we mentioned before, won for Best Director on his first nomination in 2000 for American Beauty. Yeah. And this is Tarantino's third directing nomination, and he hasn't had any wins. And Bong Joon-ho, I don't think, has had any nominations no. either in this category. No. So... I don't know. <laughs> this was like the hardest one for this me to is, pick. Yeah. Um, I actually didn't think this was difficult. I no. have a feeling it's going to be Sam Mendes. I thought you were going to be a pessimist again. I'm so happy you said that. Um, That's what I ultimately picked as well. I think. Even though I have. I think everyone is literally raving about his direction mm. of this movie. It, it's. It's. Whenever you listen to like shows, they talk about yeah. it. It's always this movie. I love Bong Joon Ho. I thought this really that movie was beautifully directed. That's my wish pick. Um, <laughs> I, I, I as much as I love Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Scorsese with Irishman. It's nothing we haven't seen before. It's a very good point. That's yeah, it's that's a, true. It's a, it's, a, it's a fair point. And Todd Phillips, I think. Not excluding the hangover thing. Jesus Christ. This Joker is much more about Joaquin's performance well, than any of right. the direction. But the thing is, I think he has a shot. That's the terrifying thing. See, I would. I, did you not just hear me praise him for not having to say that? <laughs> I know, but I have to say, I have to rip off the band-aid, Marco. He has a fucking shot, okay? It's in there. Of course it has a shot. Yeah, so you're telling me there's a chance. That's Todd Phillips. <laughs> God damn it! But yeah, I think I think it'll be Sam Mendes because you're right. Martin Scorsese. The only reason I think Martin Scorsese has a shot is similar to the whole Departed thing, where like he hasn't gotten an Oscar in a long time. Yeah. And you know. Yeah. I would I would definitely see the Academy wanting to give it, to it more to him than right. um, like Tarantino. So that's the only way I can see that happening, yeah. which isn't impossible. Um, but yeah. Um, Though Hollywood does love movies with the name Hollywood in it. <laughs> that's that's true. true as well. And again, he's been direct. He's been nominated three times for directing and never won. So everyone's got, a, I feel like, a case for them yeah. to be able to win. No. Um, <laughs> like, well, not all, <laughs> but some, most. Yeah, most. Yeah. yeah. Four out of five, a bad. Um, I think the silver lining. Too <laughs> oh my for... god! I, I'm just picturing Oscar night, and we're we're all watching this, and like I'm texting you immediately. Todd Phillips is <laughs> fucking director. <laughs> I'll have thrown my phone across the room. You have to wait for me to go get it. It's a long room. Oh my god! Um, you get a text a couple days later. I had to go buy a new yeah, phone. Because not for nothing, Joker has been sweeping for a while. It's gotten a lot of awards so far this season, and it's. Has the most nominations, which doesn't mean anything necessarily, but it's clearly got a lot of love. So sometimes it that works adversely because there have been years where, like I, like, I think Twelve Years a Slave. Like I don't think I forgot if it because it got nominated a lot, but then if it ended up winning a lot, because sometimes even in the yeah. technical categories you end up really losing a lot. A lot. Yeah, yeah, and then losing a lot. A silver lining about Bang Jun Ho is if he does not win this. Um, this film has clearly set him up to have uh, a phenomenal uh, directing career moving oh. forward. Not that that was probably a big concern for him anyway. But well, as far as the mainstream... He's had a great career in Korea. Already, in yeah. yeah. It's not, he's not a newbie, right? I mean, Snowpiercer is probably one but of my favorite films of the decade. The doors that this will open for him even more so, this just oh, this yeah, nomination, so. are, are fantastic. Oh, yeah. So it's a similar way we were talking about some of the, the women before, like Florence Pug. Uh, that it's this is a, a great honor for her in the nomination in itself. It's a great nomination, an honor for him in itself. Um, 
Yeah. I, I, uh, my hope, my hope is for Sam, Sam Mendes and having not even seen this film yet, but being a Sam Mendes fan as well, he did such a phenomenal job too as a, as a Bond fan with, with Skyfall. Yes. Um, it's such an amazing film and has so much genuine heart to it. Uh, I'm very excited to see 1917. Scorsese would also be fantastic. So like, I'd be very happy if he won too. Uh, this I mean, is, it's a stat category for sure. Yeah, it, this, it, 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 uh, the Irishman is this grand epic, uh, and it has it's it's just so tragic in in how it ends up all un, unfolding, and I think says a lot about uh, friendship and and et cetera, et cetera, mm. uh, and the complexities of, of business and still not as good as Goodfellas, pleasure. but no, <laughs> um, we know Scott, you love Goodfellas. I do love Goodfellas. Uh, I honestly don't even think it's as good as Casino. I really huh. don't like. It's really concerning, like that Todd Phillips is is in this category. Um, Over Greta, and, yeah. And if he if he wins, it's gonna be outrage. Um, it really not yeah. enough that the room you won't see it in the room because oh, no. of the balance of the kind of people that are in that room. Yeah. Uh, so you won't necessarily. The internet see will it. explode. Though. The internet will explode. You might see it again. I'm very interested in camera work this year, guys. I'm very interested yeah. in watching when the when the executive producers are going to be telling their cameramen to go when winners are announced. Mm. Um, because there are certain contentions yeah. this year that we know they're aware of, and it's entertainment at the end of the day. I mean, and if they true. can deliver in that, then they could be more secure about their that uh, pulling in their audience. If people are not watching the Oscars and then seeing on the internet these memes of people reaction yeah. faces. Then in the middle of the Oscars, they're going to be like, yeah. oh, no, I want to see these people making these faces in real time. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a factory thing to really consider. And, yes, now to go to where where, where, are, seven, where are seven women that could have been nominated in this guy? Uh, there were seven, not seven movies this year made by women. There were seven major films mm-hmm. that were well-regarded. Technically, plenty more could have been yeah. considered. Oh, yeah, directors. sure. And a point I wanted to bring up from the director of Honey Boy, oh, which yeah, was the Shia LaBeouf movie yes, I haven't yes. seen yet. I haven't seen it yet either. Alma Harrell. Yeah, she also deserved the nomination. Uh, it's supposed to be a phenomenal film. I'm very interested in seeing it. I know it's very experimental in, in, in how it's conducted. Yeah, I'm excited to see that. She suggested recently, um, just a few days ago, and there's something to this, because if, if this is the point we have to get to, then this is what we have to do. Splitting best director into gender categories. That's bullshit. It's bullshit like because why is it that it has to get to that point? No. But the Academy has clearly shown that they are not capable of equally considering women on the same par as men. So the point I think she's making is if you're not going to do that, then gender us the way that you gender yeah. actors and actresses. Because also the way women make films sure. and the way men make films are distinctly different. I read a really interesting thread on Twitter recently that brought up the point that academy members when they're looking at and maybe this is a conversation we should have more towards best picture but it goes toward no yeah. it actually i take it back because it's about directing style that the academy members the older ones especially have a very particular style of what they be, believe to be phenomenal filmmaking men tend to do a lot of visual trickery a lot of work in cinematography right and and flashy editing women Typically, again, not all on either of these things. There are women right. who do what men do. There are men who do what women do. Tend to go for more subtler and seamless. They yeah. a lot of women's no, sure. work in film tends to make you get 
uh, engrossed in the story and kind of forget you're watching a movie. Yeah. Whereas men like to remind you you're watching a spectacle. Both of those are enjoyable. We love films from both ends. But it's another good point of the distinct difference. But to have in 92 years only five nominated, five women being nominated, and one win yes. for Catherine Bigelow, who you can argue, by the way, did a very masculine film uh, yeah. in The Hurt Locker. It's a very yeah. masculine film. Um, Absolutely. It's, uh, but the, something has to be done. And it, it's okay the, to get, not agree with it. I get the point, though. Because I, I didn't think about it that way. Well, like, you do actor and actress, so I can't... But, like... I don't know. But if at least it gets you discussing this yeah. problem, it's a good thing. No, that's my, that's why I'm like, yeah, good to I, even I suggest it. Because let there be outrage at that suggestion. At least now we're having the on one side of the coin. Yes, it forces the Academy to recognize outstanding female directors, which is a good thing ultimately. However, on the other side of the coin, you can just as easily say, well, it almost diminishes the female nominees because you're like, because oh, has to be, why yeah. can't I just be best director? Why do I have to be best female director? So I get both sides of the coin, but I, I don't think it's a terrible idea. I think that but I think it, it's something that needs to be dis- in, in discussion that there's a clear lack of female representation in the Academy in general, but especially in, in director, because especially nowadays there are so many amazing female directors that are doing things that are, fucking great they're making great movies and they're being shut out but um i think that's a really good point but uh, uh, enough about your female opinion what does your husband think i thought about that in the last 10 seconds i was like i'm gonna do that, that. Was great. <laughs> bravo. Bravo, bravo. best joke of the night <laughs> Uh, yeah, there should have been a couple more that should have been nominated between Greta Gerwig, uh, Honey Boy, I can't say her name, I'm not even going to try, yeah. I'm very bad at names in general, um, uh, I think the also... Dir- the director for Hustlers, whose name I can't remember right now, either... Uh, her, the director of, uh, not just Honey Boy, but Peanut Butter Falcon, mm-hmm. um... But again, all these all these people could have been nominated for because they are all great directors. This is why this should be at max of ten. This is such a good year for film. Yeah, it's this would very have hard for that for yeah. that ten. They really would have. Um, but yeah, I again, Mendez, and I would like Bong Joon Ho to win it. Because, right. But and, and your pick is so uh, my pick. Oh, sorry, no, 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 no. I just so realized we didn't get your pick. No, yeah, my my pick then is is uh, Sam Mendez okay. with so with a close pick. with a close tie with Scorsese. Okay. All right. That's, that's okay. Makes sense to me. Just, All right. Here yeah. we go. The big dog. Best picture. The big mama with the big papa. We have Ford v Ferrari. Yep. Irishman. Yep. Jojo Rabbit. Yep. Joker. Mm-hmm. Little Women. Mm-hmm. Marriage Story. 1917. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. And Parasite. So, do you want to just go down the list? Um, Ford v. Have we any of us seen Ford v. No, Ferrari? No. Okay, so not, none of us have seen Ford v. Ferrari. Money, though. Um, yeah, make a money. It was a good American story. It's making like, money. Story. It was nominated like, for some yeah. sound stuff, um, but we really don't have. Because you know the cars go vroom, like. Oh, yeah, you know the cars go vroom, vroom. <laughs> I, I did hear. It, I, I heard it is very loud. We could have done that. I yeah. I heard it is very loud, like. So we really don't have much to talk to you about. <laughs> talk about regarding that. I don't think any of us think no. it's gonna win. Um. Irishman, we kind of talked about it. I think it's got a shot. No. I, but I think it's got a shot I just because Scorsese. Yeah. But 
I don't think it deserves it. I don't think it's Martin Scorsese's best film. Um, yeah, I mean, we talked about it a little bit, but I, I did like it. I liked but it, but yeah, it's, it's not his best work. So, Jojo Rabbit, obviously, is my wish pick. <laughs> I want it to win it's not going so to. bad. It's not going to, but I can dream. I can't wait to see it and then definitely say out loud and text and text you and be like, this yes, film absolutely should more like, yeah, and like, this film should definitely more likely win than the next, than the Joker. Yeah. Um, but, okay, because the thing, and also with JoJo, because Scott didn't think it was going to get nominated. I thought it was going to be snubbed. And I thought it was. And then when the nominations were coming out, I, you know, exploded with happiness. And screamed, I told you, bitch. Yeah, I told you. I, I, I did. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't think JoJo's going to win. I, I think it's a fucking sin because it's a great movie. Um, Joker. Yeah. Um, it, here's the thing. Great performance, not a great movie. Here's here's the thing, though. It's got a shot. <laughs> so you're telling me there's a chance. It does. Not to rip off the band-aid. It <laughs> has, this is... Yes, it has a 12% shot, Frankie. We understand. <laughs> what is like, yeah, I mean... Yeah, um... I mean... Uh, it's I don't know. I, I don't think it will, but I think it could. In I some think- weird... Reality. I think I'll be the, the the pessimist on this one. Joker has a serious chance of, of winning this category, and it's really oh. it's just it's a bad way to start off 2020. It's I a don't... bad way to look at filmmaking going forward. Um, it's it really gives it's going if it wins, it gives this notion to filmmakers, both male and female, that uh, if they tinker with the story like just enough, but without nuance or real like depth of thought, mm-hmm. uh, you can get yeah. recognized by what is considered like the most prestigious oh, awards in North America. Uh, you know, Joker is not know, a good portrayal of mental health. You know, if Joker uh, is winning, you know who has to present it, don't you? Ken Jeong. <laughs> I was in his. <laughs> I was in this movie as a fucking random Asian stereotype. See, he fine. Now, give me money. Or I shoot him, and I shoot all you motherfuckers. And then we take it. Your choice, bitches. In the trunk of a car, and now I'm presenting a fucking Oscar to the director. <laughs> that's gonna be his exact, uh, that's gonna be I his can't. Uh, thing. I okay. can't do it. Okay, yep. so Joker, it's got a shop. Well, I also want to, <laughs> tossing in also comic book movie probably won't win that they're not they're not there yet yeah no. so let's hope because i think you're right i just hope because that you're right. look black panther got nominated last year and it deserved its nomination yeah but, but it wasn't gonna win. It, we all know it it wasn't gonna win because it was a comic book movie and but it they was don't different. respect comic so, book yes. movies black okay, panther so. was different because we all knew it wasn't gonna win because all of all the nominations it got it, they were all technical they didn't get any acting award, no directing, yeah. no nothing. Yeah. So this one, it's got director, it's got writing, it's got fucking I guess acting, you, you know, right. And for Black Panther, the nomination was the win. The, in, yeah, in, I mean, With Black really. Panther, because like you just said, because like Scott just said, we knew it wasn't going to win in comparison yeah. to the other films. But the nomination was the win because it showed the Academy recognizing an African-American superhero, not only an African-American superhero and an African-American story, but a story that was dived right into African history and African dysphoria. 
that was why the nomination in itself was a win. And we did we weren't sweating on Oscar night about Black Panther. Yeah. We were really we were so happy for it. for it to be there. Yeah. We were so happy yeah, for I it to be there. Yeah, I did place a bet on it just to see if it was It's like, almost <laughs> the exact opposite with the Joker where now there's yeah. this all this anxiety of like, is is <sighs> this going to be yeah. the one to lead comic book films into seriousness? Yeah. Is it really going to be? No. Yeah, man. And again, like, I didn't hate it, but it's not, you mm. know. It's not worthy of no, the best it's picture. Not. No. Um, okay. Little Women. Um, it's not gonna win. It, I'd be happy if it did. I loved Little Women, but it's not gonna win. And it's unfortunate because I love Greta. But <laughs> my, my thing with with Little Women is that um, in to go back for two seconds to director, if it were hey okay, so he not if it were to. So let's say she had been nominated for director. Whoa. That's the category I would have wished for her to win because, you know, this story has been adapted like dozens and dozens of times internationally. Right, yeah. But it's Greta's interpretation of it that is so outstanding. So yeah. that's the nomination she really deserved the most. So with it in Best Picture, it's deserving. Again, because it's such a great interpretation. But no, yes, it doesn't warrant the win because at the end of the day, this is a story we've seen before. It's an important story to have retold right now, but it's a story we've seen before. Yeah. And then uh, Marriage Story, it's not going to win. I don't know if it's even going to get anything. No. Really. I don't, I, yeah, I think Marriage Story will be that film that, like, that got accolades but doesn't end up actually taking really anything home. Yeah. Uh, 1917. I think it's got a shot. I think the, I think the next two have the best shot. I think and, it's 1917 uh, and Once Upon yeah, a Time. Yeah, Once Upon a Time also has a good shot. I, I, and Parasite. Um, again, one other hard pick for me, but Parasite. People are saying that it could be the first international yeah. film to win Best Picture. I think it could, but unfortunately, I don't think it will. Um, but yeah, I, I. I keep going back and forth. I don't know. I haven't made my official pick yet. I think I'll end up picking it like the day of. Yeah, I th- I think so too. Because, well, <laughs> best no, for for me, I'm putting. I think I'm comfortable with 1917 being in first place, even <laughs> yes. having not seen it yet. Yeah. But um. <laughs> Mike Mike Pagano has <laughs> has waited. <spoken. laughs> but I maybe it's maybe it's from you too. Um, in sitting in this podcast, but I'm feeling a little pessimistic now. So in my second place. I want Parasite to be in my second place, but I I probably feel more comfortable with Once Upon a Time being there. Yeah. Um. But those are definitely the the real three uh, contenders in this. Yeah, um, I keep going back and forth between Once Upon a Time, Irishman, and here's Joker. the thing with Irishman that's the difference <laughs> Which makes me from director. Let me tell you too the difference with like the Irishman nomination in Best Picture than with director, where like he could win director. Let me actually tell you why I'm leaning towards more it couldn't win for Best Picture. Oh, okay. Because it's a Netflix film, there it's very much schmooshmooing that, like still, like the streaming service thing is not uh, looked at with great respect still by the again the Academy's older members. Mm-hmm. So while they wouldn't mind or feel uncomfortable giving place to Scorsese as an auteur, I do think they will be problematic with giving the film an accolade in itself. Makes sense. And by the way, that wouldn't even be, that's not even fair because it was, um, it was released in limited theaters. Well, they both were, yeah. uh, I think that's that's a rule of like two popes also was released limited in theaters. Um, Marriage Story is probably released just in LA. 
I think it was yeah, like, yeah, for like, like couples getting divorced. Like. I think it was LA. I think it was also released in New York. When um, it's, oh, well, they're, yeah. They're cross country. So, yeah. So, do you have an official pick for that? Yeah, what's your my, my official pick is, well, I'm, I'm stuck between two. It's either 1917 or it's Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's going to win the Best Picture Award. I don't know. I keep going back and forth between multiple things. I'm probably going to decide, like, right before the show starts. Like, okay, this is my. Historically, I never pick fucking Best Picture. I'm usually yeah. good at picking the winners for things. Yeah. But Best Picture, I never get right. Well, you didn't so, get Best Supporting Actress last year. What? You didn't get best uh, best actress last year. That was me. No, I got that one. Oh, because I said Lady Gaga. And well, I, said I thought Lady Gaga was gonna steal it. Leave me alone. Close. I everyone did. That yeah. was crazy. But all right, so I think that's it. That's the the kitten caboodle. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a big year. I think that is is going to potentially say a lot about where we are going forward. Yeah, depending um, on how much Joker wins. And I, it literally, and I, hope, <laughs> I hope that it has um, it's a positive sign for where we're going forward. Either way, uh, a lot has to be. I hope a lot is discussed on this night. And I personally can't wait to text Mike Pagano on Oscar night and tell him that Toy Story 4 is an Oscar winning film. (laughs) (laughs) I personally can't wait for that. God damn it, Frankie. (laughs) Alrighty. So I'm so glad that I'm so glad you could join us on our Oscar adventure. This is our first Oscar prediction show. I'm very excited. Yes. So Yes, tell us how wrong we are. (laughs) Yes, this is gonna be exciting. I can't wait to text with Marco the night last year. Yeah, it's gonna be great. (laughs) Um, okay, so so this has been Shoot the Flick, an official Paradoja podcast. I'm Frankie Swartz. I'm Scott Eisenberg. And I'm Marco Amato. Uh, make based sure... on the novel Pushed by Sapphire. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, before you before you close up, Marco, where can they find you? Twitter. Oh, yes. uh, you can find me on Twitter at, at Marco Means It on Instagram. Check out his blog. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Marco Watched It. Marco Means It. If you go on my Instagram or if you scroll through my Twitter, you will find uh, links to my blog which is film and television reviews and critique. And that, that's, yeah, that's where you can find me. Alrighty. So <laughs> make sure you check us out. Shoot the flick at on Instagram and Twitter at shoot the flick and make sure you check out our weekly episodes on Spotify, iTunes, Google podcast and anchor. And make sure you come back next week to check us out. We'll see you next time. <laughs>